Hi, and welcome to Millennial's Guide to Fascinating Womanhood with Chalisa. My name is Chalisa, and welcome to my podcast. On this lovely podcast, we get to discuss the wonderful, timeless principles of fascinating womanhood, helping you to rediscover your femininity, and also to inspire and awaken love in your relationships. Thank you for joining me here today, and I am so glad you got a chance to tune into this wonderful podcast. You're probably one of two different people. Either you are one, familiar with the lovely teachings in the book, Fascinating Womanhood, or two, you stumbled across this podcast and you are trying to figure out what in the world I am talking about. Well, I'm so glad you get a chance to listen to this episode, so I'm getting a chance to explain what Fascinating Womanhood is and what you can gain from it. Now, if you are not familiar with Fascinating Womanhood, Fascinating Woman is actually a book. Um, this lovely book was written by a wonderful, lovely lady by the name of Miss Helen Anglin. The book was published back in 1965, and since then has been published in over five different languages and has sold over five million copies. Now, the world was vastly different back in 1965. When she wrote this book, she actually was inspired by some pamphlets that were also called Fascinating Womanhood. These pamphlets were dating back to the 1920s and were written by some psychologist that was supposed to help young ladies on how to quote-unquote snag a husband or snag a man. She was given these pamphlets by a good friend of hers after Miss Helen was married for over 20 years to her lovely husband and had eight children. Even though she loved her husband very deeply and loved what she did, she knew that her marriage could be a little bit better. So her friend handed over these pamphlets, she read them, and used lovely principles on showing her how to spark a love affair in her marriage, which was able to last in for the rest of her marriage with her husband, which was over 50 years. She used those pamphlets to help start teachings of other women who were also in desperate need of revitalizing their marriage. She started teaching eight ladies in her living room, and once her living room got a little full and couldn't really hold a lot of more ladies than that because the words started getting around, she started holding them in churches, gyms, libraries, and big, vast auditoriums. This word spread all over the country. She had thousands of teaching teachers all over the world teaching her lessons. And this was a very big movement in the 1960s and 70s. If you pretty much are familiar with history, you probably also know that during the 60s and 70s, there was also a time in history with the women's liberation movement. So it came in around that time. So while she was talking about um, having lovely traditional values and um, awakening and femininity, you have the other side, the Libs movement, that of course was not for these teachings. They were talking about burning bras and down with men and down with masculine patriarchy and let the women work and ERA. And of course, Miss Helen England and her teachings were totally opposite from that. So she actually went on a lot of TV shows, did many interviews, spoke to some of the big names of her t- time and got a chance to talk about what fascinating womanhood was. She did, of course, do a lot of debates back then, and I wish I could find those t- uh, tapes. I've been looking all over YouTube and other different video sources. Sadly, I've only found just a couple. But, but if you, any of you know any of those um, videos, please send them my way. Now, sadly, Miss Helen died back in 2009, but that does not mean that her teaching and her movement has frayed. Her daughter, Dixie, 
is now the president of Fascinating Womanhood. And she actually revitalized the book and it's called the Vintage Edition, which means that a lot of stuff has been updated for the 21st century. We just updated a couple years ago. And not only that, Miss Dixie also had the time to write her own book, which was a sequel to Fascinating Womanhood. It's called Fascinating Womanhood for the Timeless Woman. And it goes a little bit more depth in-depth and comprehensive of the timeless principles her mother talks about in the original book as well. Now, Miss Helen did not just also write Fascinating Womanhood. She wrote Fascinating Girl, which is mostly aimed at the single woman, and also wrote a book for mothers called All About Raising Children. All these books you can actually get a chance to find on the Fascinating Womanhood website, which is fascinatingwomanhood.com. You can also find them on Amazon.com, both in paperback, hardback, and also Kindle. And they also have workbooks for both Fascinating Womanhood and for Fascinating Womanhood for the Timeless Woman. Now, I'm getting a chance to talk about how I discovered Fascinating Womanhood and the wonderful teachings that she gave. Now, I'm a little bit unique. I'm actually a single woman. And I'm a single mother at that. I have a lovely, at this time of uh, broadcasting, two-year-old son that I am currently raising on my own. I am currently not in a relationship, but that does not mean I can't be a fascinating woman. However, because I'm single, I will classify myself as a fascinating girl. And I'm using these teachings to maybe one day get a chance to meet my lovely French Charming, Mr. Wright. I discovered these teachings back in 2011, and I found it in a very unique way. I was looking at a TV show at the time, um, which was on ABC, known as Wife Swap. It's actually in reruns by this time, because the episode was filmed in 2007. But I was looking at the show, and there was this woman, and she was talking about how she um, lived her life by the principles of the book, Fascinating Womanhood. Now, you can probably find this episode on YouTube, but I will warn you, if you do find it, I will say that sadly ABC and production company took their own liberties of making what they felt a fascinating woman had what. And it wasn't pretty much what the book tells us. Um, even though she was reading from the book, they made it look like all she does is sit home and cook and clean and please her husband. But it's much more than that. And that's what I really want to talk about in this po uh, podcast of while I'm broadcasting. But back to the show, that it, I was so intrigued by her. Come to find out she actually lived in the same county as me. I never suddenly got a chance to meet her or her family. But she seemed like she was interested in this book. And I actually, as soon as I saw that, went on Amazon, brought the book. Which, in my opinion, I thought was so tiny, but it was a big, thick book, kind of like a romance novel with the cover and such and how the size it came out of. I'm surprised I didn't see Pablo on the front of it. Uh, but I read it. And sadly, I wish I had kept with the teachings and the principles and took it more to heart, but a couple things kind of got in the way. One, the movement wasn't as, at that time, in 2011, wasn't as big as it was in the 60s and 70s. As I said, back in the 60s and 70s, there was up to 1,500 certified and trained teachers who were able to teach fascinating womanhood all over the world. Classes were going on in pretty much every part of the country, whether you lived in a rural area, whether you lived in a metro city, there were teachers almost everywhere. Whereas a lot of people, they were when I asked about, did you know what fascinating womanhood was? A lot of people didn't know what it was. Actually, I remember taking the book to church one day, and my pastor, who at the time was a female, she asked what I was reading, and I showed it to her. And after she, she didn't even read it, she probably looked at it, glanced at it for a second, and said, put that back in the um, bin. 
uh, at the local Salvation Army. She actually discouraged me from reading the book. And I'm over the next few years, all I did was pretty much glance at it. I did buy the Fascinating Girl book. Again, glanced at it as more because, again, there was not really that many people teaching at the time. The people that were teaching it wanted a lot more money than I could afford. I tried to find a lot of um, people, uh, a lot of information about it, but at that time there was a couple of websites and then that actually no longer exist or people are no longer uh, no longer keep up with it. So it kind of discouraged me from, sadly, using these principles because it's not really what ta was taught at that time or is this time. I mean, sadly, and that's why I decided again to do this podcast because I really want the outlet of Fascinating Womanhood to really be spread all over the world. And we need as many people talking about it, and that's why I'm doing it. So for one to 2017, I find out I'm pregnant. I do the probably risky, very, very, I'm sorry, the risky thing of moving out with my child's father. Sadly, things don't go that way, as you can tell from the story. And I'm thinking, you know what? I'm going to go and dive into the Fascinating Womanhood teachings. You have to understand that there are that when you do fascinating women teachings, and I'm going to disclaimer this, and if you ever read the book, you're going to find this disclaimer here. You have to go gun ho for it. You can't just take bits and pieces out and use it in a form of manipulation. It doesn't work that way. When you are a fascinating womanhood and you are using these principles, you have to use it all for one or one for all, pretty much. And sadly, I was not using them correctly. Big disagreements again. I was not even using it in a quick manner because we were not even married, so it kind of gave came off in a very weird way. But I will talk more about that because I know there's some of you who are in relationships and you are living with your significant other, but you are not married. I'll talk more about that, but for me, it just did not work um, in that manner. So I decided, you know what, I really wanted to get in depth and learn as much as I can. And at the time, the movement, which at this time is still getting started up and they were looking for teachers I decided to sign up to become a certified and trained fascinating woman teacher which pretty much gave me a more in-depth look of what a fascinating woman, woman was and I was really you know of course using the um, the teachings I was getting dressed I was getting a house this is 2018 it's really flowing with that I was creating my website and blog and loving up on my son. But then when 2019 hit, I went through a lot of challenges and setbacks, which kind of sadly made me backslide a lot. And again, things like that do happen. And um, when you were doing the principles, you know, life happens. So at the end of 2019, I wanted to see where my life was going. 30 years old, this is not what I thought my life was going to be, which was a single mom. But then I realized I can make my life whatever way I want. So I decided to pick up the pieces and I decided to continue working on being a fascinating woman. I decided to retrain myself, eliminate the masculine tendencies that I've had over the last few years and get back into my femininity. And I decided, you know what, I'm not the only one that's going through this. There's a lot of other girls my age. There's a lot of other women who have been going through situations just like I am or trying to figure out where they're going in life. And they just don't know. And I say, give that thing a chance. If you're not familiar with it, go pick up the book. It's a really good read. And it's not just about relationships. A lot of people, when they come to the past, they think it's just about how to snag a man or how to get a man or how to keep your man. 
it's not just about that. Femininity, pretty much, when you think about it, has nothing to do with relationships. It is pretty much us being a complete opposite contrast of a man. And sadly, we don't have, in my opinion, I'm sorry to say this, not that many good examples of femininity. Because we have been sadly told to hide it. And I can... We can know vast reasons why women, you know, examples of why uh, people hide it. I mean, of course, if you look at the um, feminist movement. I mean, if I can must say, I do want to say this. The feminist movement has given us a lot of great things. They're talking about equal pay for women. If we are doing the same job as a man, we should get paid the same amount as a man. There should not be no difference because of who we are or you know, he wears pants and I wear a dress. We should all get paid the same. And of course, giving us the right to vote this year being the 100 year anniversary of the first woman to vote in most parts of the country. However, there has been some negative connotations of it, um, the feminist movement. One of the vast examples I can throw out there is that I'm not the only one who's talking about femininity. There's a lot of young ladies on YouTube who have blogs, who write books, who are into the what I like to call pro-feminine movement or the femininity movement. And girls who want to stay at home, who want to raise babies. I mean, I have heard young ladies say, and I have even seen with my own eyes, a little girl who was asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And of course, they want to say, I want to be a mommy. And they get discouraged. They can look down upon. They get taunted. They get disrespected because... You can quote unquote be more than a mommy. And trust me, I will dive into that. Because I have a lot to say about that line. Where being a mom is just a uh, something to do. Like my oh, you're a mom. Now people are actually scared to be moms. We now have at an all-time level, all-time low birth rate in this country, not just country, probably world. People don't want to be moms anymore. People don't want to give birth anymore. People aren't getting married. I mean, the, of course, the marriage rate is going down low. People feel like, oh, it's just a piece of paper when it's so much more. You know, girls are, you know, girls are joining the feminist movement and they're saying, you know, my body, my choice and, you know, I can dress how I want. I can do what I want. I can do this. I can do that. When there is so much more that they can use that, they can use this movement to talk about some of the depravities that are going on in the world from young ladies, girls that are being circumcised, girls that are having honor killings because they want to, you know, go to school or they want to marry who they want to marry and their families are saying no and their families would rather kill them. That's where the feminist movement should be going, but sadly it's not. And if that's the case, I love the pro-feminine movement because we're talking about women all over the world, all different shapes, phrases, and sizes, and how we can, of course, touch into our femininity, and that is what this podcast is about. So I just pretty much wanted to use this podcast to talk about how I got into fascinating womanhood, why I am a certified and trained fascinating womanhood teacher, and of course, what fascinating womanhood is about. Of course, you're going to go online, you're probably going to see people that have been discouraged. I know there's actually one picture, if you go in the images and type in Fascinating Womanhood, one woman has the book and she's giving the finger to it. And I just want to say, Fascinating Womanhood is not for every woman. But if you have been having this yearning and you're missing something, and you don't know what it is, I would 
highly recommend reading Fascinating Womanhood, especially the new one, which is more comprehensive now they're saying to read Fascinating Womanhood for the Timeless Woman first, because it gives you a pretty much whole broad overview of what Fascinating Womanhood is. So I am so glad you all got a chance to tune in. I hope to be coming with you from uh, coming to you with a new episode very, very soon. But for now, thank you all so much for joining me, and I hope to hear from you soon. Please check out our my Facebook page, which is The Loyal's Guide to Fascinating Womanhood with Jaleesa. I have both a page and a group. We're doing we're gonna start doing a lot more in the group now. Also, another group that um, is gonna be coming out soon. I'll give you the name for that shortly. But it's gonna be for single women who are looking to get married, uh, and, and we'd like to get married within the next few years. We're gonna be banging together and working on our femininity. We also have a lovely Instagram. Let me do again more with Instagram. That's the Leo's Guide to FW. That's my Instagram um, tag. And you can also check me out on the Leo's Guide to Fascinating Womanhood Pinterest page as well. Uh, but for now, thank you all for joining us and hope to hear from you all soon. This is Lisa and I am signing out. <laughs>